They say things happen in threes. Good news, bad news, celebrity deaths. Well, now you can add podcast episodes to that list. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the New England on a Pedestal podcast. I am your host, Doug Farquharson. And today's episode is the third one in a row discussing New England sports figures. Episode 9 had us visiting the boys of summer outside of Fenway Park. The Secretary of Defense on the garden's parquet court was the subject of episode 10 when we left off over at Boston's City Hall Plaza. Of the three major league sports that have teams that play within the city's borders, that leaves hockey in the Boston Bruins. So let's head over a few city blocks and visit the TD Garden in the North End. I grew up in Boston and was a kid during the late 60s and early 70s. My aunt had season's tickets to the Bruins along with a bunch of her co-workers at Marbell. And every once in a while, my mom would get the phone call from her sister that someone couldn't make the night's game. I'd have to immediately get my homework finished and be dressed and ready, standing on the curb out front of our house when my aunt Skylark came zipping down the street. We'd fly into town, park in her favorite underground garage and beat feet up to section 104, up in the balcony where my sweet aunt transformed into a rabid Bruins fan yelling and screaming at the opponents and expressing her devotion to the big, bad Bruins. (laughs) Names like Busick, Esposito, Park, Sanderson, Cashman, and of course, Orr. I remember my oldest sister having several autographed items of his. An 8x10 black and white photo of THE goal, a stick, and maybe the coolest of them? A practice jersey with a blood stain on it. I hope she still has those safely tucked away somewhere. So let's head over to the TD Garden, shall we? We find ourselves on Causeway Street in Boston in the vicinity of the TD Garden, the new, modern version of the garden that I went to as a kid, and the North Station where you can hop on a Green Line trolley or an Orange Line train on the MBTA or catch an Amtrak or commuter rail train. There's plenty of good restaurants and bars in the area too. This is where you'll find the Bobby Orr statue. The 800-pound bronze sculpture was designed by Harry Weber and unveiled on May 10, 2010. It had been moved a couple of times due to ongoing construction in the area, but now resides right at the Hubbun Causeway at 110 Causeway Street. It is designed after a famous photograph taken seconds after Orr scored the winning goal in the 1970 Stanley Cup playoffs. That's the black and white 8x10 my sister had autographed. The statue has a prominent place in an entrance plaza leading to the arena and associated restaurants and a music venue. Orr's figure appears to be defying gravity as he soars through the air, arms extended over his head as he celebrates the game-winning goal. In fact, a plaque on the pedestal indicates that this is indeed THE goal, and goes on further to say, quote, Bobby Orr's famous Stanley Cup winning goal, May 10th, 1970, Boston Garden, 
Boston Bruins sweep St. Louis Blues with a 4-3 overtime win in Game 4. End quote. On the opposite side of the pedestal is another plaque that has all of the players' names from the 69-70s Bruins as engraved on the Stanley Cup. The statue was commissioned and paid for by the Boston Bruins organization as a gift to the fans of the city of Boston and was dedicated on the 40th anniversary of the events that inspired it. Born in St. Louis, Missouri, 1942, Weber, the artist responsible for this statue, served for several years in the U.S. Navy in Vietnam, where he created many drawings of his combat and other experiences there. He was awarded several medals and commendations during his time in the service. According to his Wikipedia page, quote, The Weber body of work includes over 150 large commissioned sculptures on public view in 20 states, the Caribbean, China, and Africa. These include historical figures, notables in the arts, politics, and sports in 26 different cities across the country, His sculptures have been featured at the Museum of Fine Art in Newport, Rhode Island, and are in permanent collections of the National Dog Museum and the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown, New York. Two of his sculptural groups have been designated National Lewis and Clark Sites by the Federal Parks Department. This includes a twice-life-sized grouping of Lewis and Clark on the St. Louis Riverfront, which commemorated the final celebration of the bicentennial of the expedition. He was selected in 2010 in a national competition to sculpt a statue of Dred Scott and Harriet Scott, which was unveiled on June 8, 2012 at the Old Courthouse in St. Louis, Missouri, where the initial court cases were heard. His sculptures of famous sports figures are prominent features at 15 different professional and amateur stadiums, including Bush Stadium in St. Louis, Missouri, the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts, and Kaufman Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri. In 2011, he was named the Sports Sculptor of the Year by the United States Sports Academy. He was inducted into the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame in 2019 and was given a star on the St. Louis Walk of Fame in 2023. End quote. Weber has said of his work on this piece that, quote, The main objective of the statue of Bobby Orr is to faithfully capture both the likeness of the great defenseman and the spirit and emotion of the few seconds on May 10th, 1970. The goal has become a defining moment, not only for the Bruins, but for the sport of hockey, end quote. I think he definitely achieved his objective. It's a really fun statue. And for any Boston fan old enough to remember that epic goal, it transports you back to 1970. Robert Gordon Orr was born in Perry Sound, Ontario, Canada in 1948 and began playing hockey at a young age. And by the time he was 14, he was playing for a junior affiliate of the Bruins. Originally a forward, He was moved to defense and was encouraged to use his impressive skating skills to control gameplay. He was named an all-star for three of the four years that he played with the Oshawa Generals. His coach, Bucko McDonald, encouraged Orr to use his speed, stick and puck handling skills, and scoring abilities 
to make offensive rushes. Orr signed with the Bruins despite being wooed by several other teams because as he put it, quote, they're a team of the future. They're rebuilding and I want to be part of that building program, end quote. He moved up to the big leagues in 1966 and played for 12 seasons before bad knees got the best of him. For the first 10 of those, he was a Bruin before finishing his playing career in Chicago with the Blackhawks. He has received many, many accolades and titles over the years, or remains the only defensive player to win the Art Ross Trophy as the league's highest scoring player. He did that twice. He has eight consecutive Norris Trophies for the best defensive player and three Hart Trophies as the league's MVP. At 39 years old in 1979, he became the youngest inductee in the Hall of Fame at that time. In 2017, the NHL named him as one of the 100 greatest players of all time. He was one of the first NHL players to be represented by an agent and became the highest paid rookie at the time. In his second contract, he became the first million dollar player in the NHL. It's fairly safe to say that number four changed the way hockey was played. He was extremely entertaining to watch with his speed, skating abilities, and stick handling. His aggressive style, however, was very rough on his left knee in particular, and he had over a dozen surgeries on it. Eventually, it led to his retirement at age 30. In later years, Hort tried his hand at coaching and consulting various teams and clubs. He worked through several financial hardships and battled the NHL on behalf of the Players Association and their pension plans. He has quietly worked with many charitable organizations over the years and has always been fiercely loyal to his former teammates, often helping them out in their times of need. As I mentioned earlier in this episode, well, for me anyway, just standing next to the goal and looking up at the larger-than-life figure flying through the air brings back many very happy memories from my youth. Number four always seemed bigger than life to us kids growing up in Boston. And his statue actually is. It's designed to be about 110% larger than Orr actually was. It's subtle but it really conveys that feeling we all had watching him zoom around the rink. I've seen him at events a few times as an adult, but never had the opportunity to speak to him. I'm sure that he's heard it a few thousand times, but I'd probably thank him for being a really good part of my youth. Right next to Orr's statue and up a flight of stairs is Guy Fieri's Tequila Cortina. It's a great Mexican-inspired food and cocktails and a really cool and fun vibe all around. It's a great place to go before catching a game or a concert at the Garden or a show at Big Night Live, which is a great concert venue. <laughs> As you know by now, the concept behind New England on a pedestal is rather simple. Travel around our six-state area, find some interesting statues, and discuss them. If you know of a statue or sculpture we should cover, let us know. If you have any additional information or maybe a correction about something we've already shared, please send it our way and perhaps we'll add an addendum to a future episode. 
We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think. What are we doing right? What can we do better? Let us know of a statue with a story near and dear to you. We can be reached via email at newenglandonapedestal at farkey.com. That's newenglandonapedestal, all one word, at F like Frank, A-R-Q-I-E dot com. Go to Facebook and like the New England on a Pedestal page. Follow us on Instagram. As usual, a shout out goes out to Jason, Sam, and Jake for their artistic help, and to Gail and Becca for their help and support with this podcast. Join us next episode when we take a look back at Season 1. Until next time, be safe, be well, and keep discovering. Thanks for joining us.